This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You're listening to the Hunting Land Man podcast. This is Slade Priest, your host, the Hunting Land Man. Rack buck down here on opening day. If you're interested in rack bucks and real estate and everything that has to do with hunting property, this is the podcast for you. Well, here we go. The Hunting Land Man podcast, episode 24. And I know it's 24 because I actually looked at it. We got Ryan Wascom here with us. Ryan has been on the show before. And what better time to do a Missouri project number three, an update, as we're going to get on a plane. And Ryan's sitting on go. Ryan, how long? We, we ain't got long to get to the airport. We don't have very long at all. Slay said, we, we got 20 minutes. We can knock it out. Right. So. The the the, um, the airline emailed me and said the flight was going to be late. I said, perfect. We'll knock this out. Well, we got cameraman Caleb behind the uh behind the camera over there and then we got new ryan uploading episodes the real estate market is hot before i get too far um southern ag credit always our title sponsor of the show they've also sponsored hunting land man tv they're a title sponsor and we appreciate them for that ryan is envying caleb and i's new hats alex you gotta oh, yeah. you gotta step it up you would think i'd get one you, you'd think as much money as we borrow <laughs> i know them. it i know it well, uh, we're gonna get a uh, we're gonna give an update of where we're at on the Missouri uh, project. We're in a kind of a hurry, as you can hear. Missouri project number three update, and uh, I'm gonna let Ryan um, start us. Ryan, real fast, tell us. Uh, okay, we we started when what we bought, what we bought, and and where we're at today. So we started. Uh, what was that? 2020 bought yep. to 2013. Mm-hmm. And then we rolled over to Walnut Hills, and that was a uh, 360 there. And we've got it under contract, mm-hmm. and we are moving forward now. We're going to look at a 160 that we have under contract. We gave 10 days to view it. So that's actually where we're headed right now to check it out. T- 
turn both of our mics up right there on the end there, Caleb, just a touch. All right. See, we're unconventional here. We just talk about that's that right. stuff. Ain't no big deal. Yeah, so that's what uh, Ryan and I are doing. We bought the 213 in Missouri. Uh, you know, we're expecting this to go a lot slower. We bought that 213 in Sullivan County. We didn't realize we were buying in this gorilla market that happened over the past two years. So our two to three year project turned into five months. That's correct. And then I guess our next two to three year project, Walnut Hills, turned uh, into a year. A year. Exactly a year. And uh, we sold it in two pieces. So we sold the lodge in 280 acres, and then we sold the 80 acres across the road. Um, that one, Ryan, I can uh, speak for both of us a little bittersweet. It is. It is. I hate to see it go, but, you know, the end goal, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. And, and me and Ryan have both said it several times. When we get to where we need to be, if Walnut Hills comes back up for sale, we may own it again. That's absolutely correct. Because it is a uh, fine track, uh, pound for pound. I think we had 14 shooters over four-year-old on camera last year. That doesn't happen normally. No, no. Uh, Really, really good form. If we would have sent anybody other than Bear Cub up there to to shed hunt, we probably would have found a lot of sheds. Yeah, I mean, I went and walked around for, I don't know, 20 minutes the last day, found two sheds. Yep. Yeah, just out in the middle of a food plot that he missed. You can't trust him, boys, up there. Well, no. uh, well. so like Ryan said, so we got Walnut Hills under contract. We bought a 198 last year over – that one's in Putman County. Uh, got, that one is a kind of a project form. we got to do a lot of improvements, tear down some old buildings. Um, we've got to do some cleanup. I actually just saw that form on our recent uh, turkey hunting trip up there for the first time. So much potential. It just needs a good bit of TLC. Um, so the way we normally do it up there, either on all the farms we bought thus far, either Ryan or I have not seen it. Uh, usually like the first one, Ryan did not see the 198. I did not see Walnut Hills. I did not see, but my dad had seen it. He's seen it. So, so we, you know, we're, somebody's looking at them on this trip. Both of us are going to put our eyes on, um, we got a 160 under contract in, uh, Lynn County, really good County up there. And uh, we're going to look at it. It's kind of a project farm. Needs some cleanup. Looks like a jam-up farm that uh, Bear Cub has hooked us up with. So we're flying up to Missouri. Where Ryan, uh, Bear Cub is supposed to be picking us up at 7 tonight. We're going to stay at Walnut Hills. Uh, maybe eat at our favorite Mexican restaurant one last time while we're That's up right. there. Go see old Victor. Go see old Victor up there at the Mexican place. Get us a jalapeno special. I don't Some know. kind just, of special. Just tell them the special. That's right. And... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, we're going to um, wake up, get a couple of things from the farm, and then go look at the 160. And then our buddies Jason and Andy up there have got us uh, several other farms we're going to go look at. A couple pretty excited about up there. And every time we go up there hunting or real estate or, you know, we're constantly learning about these counties and what's, you know, what we can do to be better buyers of land. And, and our, our end goal, just to get you an update, uh, Ryan, I'll, I'll let you take that. Tell everybody where where we're at, short-term end goal, and then long, long-term end goal. Well, I mean, you know, right now is just to keep building acreage. And then at the end, whether it be five years from now, ten years from now, wherever we're at, uh, we, we want to have a really good farm with uh, income in, uh, you know, coming in on it uh, to really help us out to keep building acreage. So mm-hmm. once we find us a place to keep uh, that is – basically uh cash flow well you know that's where we need to be yeah so so you know and this is a good good topic because 
Ryan and I, when we when we started out doing this, we didn't put like a whole whole lot of money in no, this. We didn't. We not. put a whole lot of Southern Ag Credits money in it, <laughs> and a lot of faith. Yeah. Um. So, I just you know, and, and you can do it in Missouri, you can do it in Mississippi, you can do it in Louisiana, you can do it in Iowa, wherever you can do this wherever. You know, get your niche where you want to buy property. What Ryan and I have hunted up in this area. I don't know, probably 10, 15 years, you know, off and on. So we knew the area. We get comfortable. We started following all the agents up their social media pages. We got on their email list. We started paying attention on Landwatch and third-party websites about what's for sale up there. And we get comfortable, and we started buying property up there. Now, we're doing, you know, we're hopefully going to do very good financially, or at least that's the plan up there. But this is a fun project, too. And, you know, no matter if we end up with 100 acres or 100,000 acres, you know, if we have a good bit of fun to it, there's there's some value in that for that's us. That's exactly right. It, it's, it's, it's a lot funner than trading stocks for us. It is. It is. And um, it's all, we talk we talk about this stuff every day in our plans. Um, and our, you know, like Ryan said, our short-term goal is to get us a property, a home base with a camp that we can cash flow because we got some equipment up there now. We've got a tractor, bush hog, sprayer yeah okay. sprayer planter sprayer uh staying <laughs> and anyway uh this another story behind ryan sprayer he bought up there anyway um but we're, we're, we want a home base that cash flows from uh either a crp or a um or a farm rent income and then we just want to keep building properties with what we've learned up there film an episode documenting the whole process like we're doing with the podcast and with the video speaking of the video we just got back i guess Two and a half weeks ago from um, our Missouri, Iowa turkey trip. We got Barrick up, cameraman Caleb's first big turkey hunting trip with us. And um, funny story, for, so we took separate trucks. And on the way up there, I caught a little stomach bug. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, I thought it was some Garth Brooks concert the night before. But I, I mean, I had a couple beers all day. It was nothing like nothing. Right. But I said, it must be, that. it's got to be what it is. And come to find out, my kids had it too. It was a little stomach flu. And it was the worst trip to Missouri of all time. Oh, yeah. I didn't think you were going to hunt the first morning. Well, I knew you would go. I just didn't know how good you were going to be. But I, I put you right there where you oh, need to be. Right. Look, <laughs> so this is how bad it was. And everybody knows how much I love turkey hunting. When we got there, I crawled up on the couch in the fetal position. I didn't care if there was a turkey or a gorilla outside That's the camp. exactly right. And Ryan went, and he came back. He, we looked at the maps. He had, all right, two roosted right here uh, at the highball. Yeah. And uh, the next morning at daylight, uh, cameraman Caleb. Bef- before daylight. Yeah. Way before daylight. I, yeah, it was early. Yeah. We hadn't sat down. I'm going to go with 90 seconds. At the most. And the two, if you're watching right now, I'm quotation marks, <laughs> the two turkeys, they uh, they go to hammering. Um, and they're how close? I'm going to say those are 65 yards. They were way too close. Yeah. Okay. Those are the first two. And then, so... I, I, Ryan didn't know this at the time, but I was still in very much of a fog. I was probably 40% better than I was in much, but I knew I wasn't sharp. So I just kind of kept my head down. I didn't want to mess anything up. I wasn't, Ryan was calling and kind of calling the shots. So I was, I knew all I had to do was not mess anything up and shoot the turkey. So, uh, Bear Cub and I was on the gun first and, uh, I, I kind of looked over at Ryan, uh, mid morning and I held up my hand like real slow. And I said, I held up three, like three, okay. and he kind of nodded his head. And there was so many gobbling, we couldn't tell. And then one gobbled, and I kind of looked around to make sure everyone realized that this was not one of the turkeys that had been gobbled. No. When he gobbled, like my hat came off my head a little bit. 
the leaves come up when he landed, that's for sure. And then I started hearing him drumming in a tree. Yeah. Anyway, turkeys went to flying down, and I've never been this close to one. I thought the turkey almost hit Ryan when he flew he down. Was close. I mean, it wasn't like you just heard the wings. I heard. Yeah. I mean, I heard oh, his you, feet. When his feet hit the ground, you know you're close. And he was so close, he kind of went to clucking or whatever, but turkeys didn't know what were going no. on. And anyway, um, I start seeing turkeys out of the corner of my eye, the other turkeys, and they come in there, and me and uh, Mary Cub roasted them. But we ended up having five within 60, 70 yards. Yeah, it was a good ridge. It was a good ridge <laughs> and a good way to uh, to start off our hunt there at Walnut Hills. We're going to go through this pretty fast because I know we got to go here in just a little while, but you know, after that, Ryan, uh, Ryan, tell them what our problem was after that. We had two problems, weather and... The, the weather and then, I don't know. Well, the educated turkey. Oh, the, the edu- which one? The, well, all of them in general. Oh, yeah. Every time you drive by a field, they take off running. And, and out in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. like they shouldn't, they shouldn't be running off like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you're dragging bear cub around and everything's just negative. Everything's <laughs> negative. I'm glad that we had more than just. Usually, it's either Ryan and Bear Cup or me and Bear Cup. So you don't have anybody else to bounce positivity off of. So you end up having. We didn't have any breakdown in the woods because he was outnumbered the whole I know time. It. I know it. His, our positive mood outweighed his uh, negative mood, but uh, he got his limiter turkeys in Missouri and Iowa. Th- you know, thankfully, I hate to put this on him, but I mean, last year he killed one turkey. And he was with me when he killed it. On the 213. It, on the 213. And then this year, he killed his limit in Missouri, and he was with us. Mm-hmm. So, as Slade said, he said, you should just quit hunting and wait till we what, come j- up here. Just, just, just quit hunting. I mean, and I think the year before, the ones I called up for him in Missouri and the one I called up for him here in Mississippi that's was right. the only one he killed. That's it. We love you, Bear Cub. Yeah. I mean, we just, we just, this, is just, this show is about facts. That's it. It's uh, was Andy Versella's show. It's real AF. This is just real, real facts here That's about it. Bear Cub's turkey hunting. But uh, make sure you tag him and when you post this. <laughs> but uh, we had a uh, we had a great hunt. There was more turkeys up there than I've seen since I've been hunting yeah, up there. Every, you know, you I read a lot of stuff and it talks about the uh, turkey population declining. That was the most turkeys that I've seen there in the last five years. Yes, you know, I would I would definitely agree. It was uh, it was several big groups, and it was a lot of jakes. So we felt like the big turkeys were grouped up because of the amount of jakes, which added another. You know, it was just a little harder because you were dealing with multiple birds. And yeah. anytime you got to fight jakes, I mean, it, it's aggravating because it's a good the, and bad. Problem. It is. It is. It's good for the following year, but you know, turkeys, the bigger turkeys, they'll quit gobbling. Mm-hmm. They won't. They won't gobble at all. And uh, just makes it tough. And then, just like I told you up there, you know, you you see a Jake or you call a Jake in, you think it's you think it's this is a, a really good point. Y'all listen up. So you know, you'll call a turkey a gobble. It sound like a you know, ah, it may be a Jake, maybe a gobbler. But in after you call a Jake in, it's like each time you do, it's like is that a Jake or what? Would never let your guard down. Always be prepared, and and I, it happens all the time. I've done it myself. I know plenty of turkey hunters that have done it. You think it's a Jake, and then all of a sudden, a big long beard catch you off guard, and you'll ruin it. You know, so. that's right. And that actually, uh, so that actually happened on the last turkey I killed up there. Um, the best turkey I've ever killed in Iowa, inch eleven, sixteen spur, which 
He's a dang giant. And look, when I when I called, it was literally we were getting in the truck and he gobbled. I called a J, a gobble and then a Jake yelped at me. And I said, oh, it's just a bunch of Jakes. And when that big sucker stood up on that hill, I said it way too loud because I was shocked. I told Caleb, I said, I see him. Yeah. <laughs> and that big 33-inch fan on him, when he come it wasn't no Jake. No, no, no Jake about him. So I got to get you that license plate that I seen going down. The what right. is that? It says Shanks one. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'll go show. I started to bring it in here and just have it sitting here for the podcast, but it kind of stinks a little bit because it's drying out. So yeah. I didn't. It's a fine turkey. It's fine. Turkey. Um, speaking of that hunt, Caleb's been posting uh, some reels about our hunt and things like that. And uh, you know, Ryan and I, we love turkey hunting more than the rest of it. And there's nothing we like more than sitting down and yelping at a gobbler and him coming up to us. But at the end of the day, we're not. When we leave here, it's different here. It is different here. But when oh, yeah. we go off somewhere, we're going killing. That's we're going it. to get even. We're going to get them. And I've actually, if you hadn't seen it, Ryan, I've been getting, he posted it, me crawling up on one. Uh, and I've been getting some, it's it's a big topic in turkey hunting right now. Um, you know, uh, fanning turkeys, whatever. And look, I, I'm not a huge fan. I've done it. Yeah. Y'all, if you've not, I've, I've had some of the more popular crawls that they've ever done. And it's just it is fun. It is. It is. It it's is. Fun. And it first of all, if you've never done it, it doesn't work. It doesn't no, work. No, it is. And I'm gonna say thirty percent of the time. I'm starting to think now that it, it mm-hmm. it's even worse. I mean, I don't know. I we I probably tried like four different times up there mm-hmm. in Iowa, right? And and it didn't work the first time, right? Not the first time. Well, so it worked I'm, one time. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it yeah. worked one time. So it, well, I say that to say this. Ryan and I are the first ones that want to yep them up. But at the end of the day, we were hunting extremely educated turkeys. Like, they felt like yeah. we were hunting them in a home international forest. And there was plenty of them. And look, I go up there to fill my tags. That's no disrespect to the turkey. There were plenty of them. Uh, I go up there to fill my tags. We were doing everything legal. Uh, two of them. Me and Ryan killed. Yeah. It was excellent. We didn't even try right. to crawl. Ryan looked up over hill, saw some, thought they saw him, looked up behind the fan, and they come running, and um, two of them met their maker. That's exactly right. But, uh, I, you know, my deal is with all that, uh, if you don't like hunting over decoys, don't hunt over decoys. If you don't like hunting with a fan or whatever, me personally, I think if you're hunting them over decoys in a blind, I'm like, that's just not the way we hunt down yeah. south. If you want to do that, if that's how you get your thrill, Amen. I would love to yelp one up to 10 yards sitting over a decoy, and I want him to be fooled until them number nines go through his head. That's, that's, my, that's my favorite way. That's right. But that don't, you know, uh, we've got a friend of ours that absolutely loves crawling them. Yep. And if that's how he gets his thrill and it's legal, amen, whatever. Good. You know, be respectful of the populations in your area, and, you know, and, and that's a big thing. Are we hurting the populations? I think that I think hunters are, are this much the problem with yeah. turkeys. I think that, uh, you know, habitat and um and the uh predators and things like that i think that's that's the biggest and that's a whole different podcast but um but anyway we had a great turkey hunting trip we killed nine and five days with three days of bad weather the last day the sunshine came out and we killed four four that day right so uh and we killed some on some public ground we could have killed two more on public ground but we were trying to get good video i know it uh actually talking about how educated the turkey was when we went on public ground they way easier to kill. They were that. They, they were, were way easier to kill. I took you out to the hot spot. I, I did. I, it was so funny. <laughs> Ryan dropped a pin on some public last year. Yeah. 
last and sent it to me. And he didn't have a tag. He just stopped by some, and he heard turkey gobble. And we went back up there, and we was in the exact same spot, and that turkey was waiting on Ryan. He was sitting there waiting waiting on on Cub. Yeah, he was waiting on Cub. But we got there, I mean, just as soon as he called, Mm -hmm. I mean, he gobbled right there. We found some gobbler tracks. And said, all right, let's call right here. And that he was almost in gun range when he got. Yeah, him. when he got. Him. I don't know how he didn't see us mm-hmm. you know, walking in. And then Bear Cub, of course, we had to coax him <laughs> to get his shot because he had to do a little little neeking up over a little brush pile. Yeah, there was a brush pile. I mean, because we just dropped down right there. Literally, yeah. just dropped down in the ditch. Yeah, and he had to stand up, basically get up where he could shoot over this brush pile. And uh, but he finally got it done, and then him and Caleb they put on a uh, track meet in there. Yeah, yeah, had, had a little, had to get the turkey was that. Sometimes that muzzleloader don't hit quite That's, as well, hard as MTS. You know, a lot of people don't know that you know if you don't draw a tag, if there's any tags left over, you can get a muzzleloader tag. That's right. And uh, so anyway, he was using muzzleloader tag or a muzzleloader, and uh, I don't think he hit him with everything. No, no, he he didn't get a couple in him. Well, we've got to get to the airport. Ryan's done the hundred million dollar question, and I already know the answer to Ryan's hundred million dollar question. We get to buy bigger properties in um in missouri if he wins a hundred million dollars and he's gonna buy a big piece of terra by his house oh yeah or he may move to iowa who knows we'll probably we'll get to plane yep get to plane that, that way we can go back plane and seriously seriously in the conversation these days <laughs> and we're, we're we're going in a see we could be going to get on our plane but seriously that's what we're going to do this trip we're going to look at the 160 we have in lynn county excited about that got a little camp gonna be some good deer hunting uh we got a couple other farms we when we sell Walnut Hill the way the 1031 tax-free exchange works, we got to buy more than that 160 price-wise. So we got to go look at a couple farms. And, man, we couldn't be more blessed. This thing is growing faster than we could have ever imagined. And, uh, man, it's fun doing it. But we've got to get to the airport. Cameraman Kayla's about to drop us off. He's going to be busy loading up his podcast, a couple other videos while we're gone. But we're going to buy some property. You know, I always end my videos, let's go sell some land. Well, right now, let's go buy some (laughs) land. We're going to buy some, that's for sure. Well, y'all have a blessed day. Caleb, if you'll hit that blue button right there, and we head it out. Hey, thank you for listening to the Hunting Land Man podcast. If you will, take a moment, give us a five-star written view, guys. This really helps us out. And if you know anybody you think will be interested in this podcast, please share it with them.